Post-sex cuddling is all about emotional bonding and intimacy. I have no interest in any of that with a sex buddy. Leave it up to me. I'd say good night, go home, take a hot shower, and collapse into bed totally relaxed and satisfied. The body pressing against me is warm and soft. Red hair is spilled over my chest. I'm holding her in silence, but this is not an intimate embrace. The heat her body is projecting offers no solace. Instead, I feel trapped. What's on your mind? She asks against my chest. Nothing. Through perfect teeth comes the lie, vibrating in the air, inconsequential to the medium through which it travels. Only I know the difference. Something is bugging me, for sure, and the culprit is Corey. I'm not sure why I'm bothered by her sudden need to settle down. I shouldn't be, yet I am. A quick glance through the sheer curtain indicates the sky has long since darkened from bleak winter gray to familiar black. A clear evidence I've overstayed my welcome. Time for my exit. There's one problem with that. She's lying next to me, one of her legs locked with mine. Cuddling after sex is one of her favorite things. Pets are good for cuddling, preferably a dog. They're furry and warm. I'm not a dog. Touché. My point is, I'm not a total dickhead. So, for at least ten minutes, I'm sucking up this need for physical intimacy that doesn't involve some sort of penetration. By the way, we're at her place. Women don't spend nights at my house, not even Corey. Anyhow, for the next few minutes, I'm the good guy, the perfect lover, as I appear to give her my undivided attention. Truth is, I'm thinking about the other top two things on a man's list, sleep and food. I have no clue what the after-sex topic of choice is right now, but years of experience have trained me to say what every woman wants to hear. Yeah, sure, we can do that. No, those jeans don't make your ass look fat. While we're on this topic, what's wrong with a nice round ass in jeans? As a man, I can attest that I find nothing sexier than a tight, nice round ass. Give me some meat on those bones and I'm a happy boy. What do you think? She asks. I open my mouth, ready to regurgitate the usual. Let's make it happen. Too red? When my spidey sense cautions me not to open my mouth. I faintly caught her saying something about a weekend. I wait. Women tend to repeat themselves. Can you come? She asks. Her voice is low and husky, filled with the aftermath of sex. After another minute, hell yeah, I'll be ready again. Preferably this time with her on top, riding me until we hit our high spot, while babbling insanities and nonsense. But I don't think we're discussing sex. Come? I have this event in New York in three weeks. Red is a lawyer, one of the good ones, whose mission is to save the environment. We met at a charity event a month ago. Would you like to come? I'm away. No lie, I'm actually not available. Every year the guys and I, Corey and Kate included, go on a ski trip right around my birthday. It's a tradition. These guys are Lucas and Cameron. You'll meet both of them later. 
This year, we picked Waterville Valley, one of the best ski resorts tucked away in the north-central White Mountains of New Hampshire. Back to my current state, and for the sake of staying anonymous, let's call this woman Red. Okay, I can't remember her name. Sue me. One of her fingers is circling the left side of my chest, right where my heart beats. I take her hand and move it south past my navel. No, I'm not emotionally stunted. At some point in my life, I've experienced all the myrads of emotion. I love my family and close friends. I know joy and happiness so strong, I tingle right down to my bones. Watching my grandparents, dad's side, fading in and out of reality with Alzheimer's, was a fucker. So, you see, I'm not a cold asshole. 